0: This Torah class is brought to you by torahanytime.com. Glad to be here tonight. Pashish Chayisara. Just a little translation of Pashish Chayisara. We all know that, um, and then we'll go off subject. We all know that it says, Sarah Chayisara lived 100 years, 20 years, 7 years. Why does not it just say, she lived 127 years? 100 years, 20 years, 7 years, right? We all know that. So, what does Rashi say? She was 100 years old, she was like a 20 year old for sin. You're not chayib in, 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 sin's until you're 20. When you're 20, you're not about ancient to get punished until you go through your 20th birthday. So there's two separate things here. Not when I learned, when I used to learn, I used to think she was beautiful at 100 like she was at 20 like she was at 7. No. At 100, she had as many averas as a 20 year old who doesn't have averas till they're 20. She had no Averis. And at 20, she was beautiful like a 7 year old And I saw a whole thing yesterday and In those days A 7 year old not like what we have in our days A much more advanced person Otherwise what's the beauty of a 7 year old? 20 year old is more beautiful than a 7 year old Why? Chay from What? Yeah but no, one, no one's Chayv in, in, in Bez Shalmayla until after 20 Misa You don't get punished. So from from, to 20, so go on, you don't get punished from Shemayam until you're twenty. So if you go it. If you die at nineteen, it's not nothing happening. There's no Misa Bidek Shemayam until you're twenty. Okay? Now Um That's what Rashi says. You hear? Atmosobek here says Avshi died, he seven breaths can I? But Yaway Abraham was by the star over the Khaista. He came to be master her and to cry and has a little teeny Kha. What a little teeny Kha. Why didn't they have a little teeny chav? So I don't. It's not Rashi, but it's brought down because the Bal says because he didn't cry a lot. Why would the Torah tell, tell us that a husband didn't cry a lot when his wife died? That's not a nice thing. This is very important. In the, in Maariv at night we say. Remove the satan from in front of me and from behind me. So I understand the satan in front of me, right? I try to do me Avaris. But what do I care about the guy behind me? I don't see him. What does that mean? You say it every night in my room. After you do the mitzvah, you'll do Right. So just like, interesting, just like is tshuva for doing averis is tshuva for doing mitzvahs. If you do a mitzvah and you feel bad about it, just like Truva wipes away in Havera, Chuva wipes away a mitzvah. I helped this guy out and now I asked him for help. He's not helping me out. I feel bad that I helped him out. I shouldn't help this guy out. He's a lowlife. He didn't help me out. Then everything you did for him is done. is out the window. The malachamalas, before a person dies, tries to get him the last second of his life to regret all the mitzvahs that he did. It's a very big thing. It's a very big fight. Because the person's sick and he doesn't feel well. He comes to him and says, there's really Hashem. This wouldn't be happening. And even the person's in a coma, he tries the person to think that to, there's no Hashem. He's an atheist. And then he loses everything that he ever did. So there's a in that when you die, that you should die in a way that you, you, you die believing in Hashem. Because he tries everything his last chance. He worked on you all, your whole life and that was his last chance. He wants to wipe away all your mitzvahs. So mechre means regret. Spent too much money. I regret, I you know, I came to shul, I parked my car, I got a big ticket, that I didn't have an inspection. If I would have left it in my driveway. He wouldn't have seen it. So you regret, you regret that you did a mincha. You didn't do You gave a guy to tzedakah, he's nudging you. There's tshuva our mitzvahs people don't know that so the lost Yaakov went, did the Akedah right he lost he lost the Something lost Abraham won but he comes home to tell his wife that he was tested and he just looks alive and we just passed the biggest test of our lives and everyone's telling her oh your wife well, she died while you were gone. Does anyone here know why she died? Yeah, she was, oh, she was looking, she was binoculars, she was looking at this mountain, and she saw you, with a knife, going to chop your son's head off. And when she saw that, her only son, Yitzchak, you were killing him, and the Shama left her. You killed her. You have wrong. You know, God told you to do that? You know what happened from that? You think something good? You think wanted rewarded you? You you come to the house and be a big party? You killed your wife. So everybody wanted to see how Abraham would react to coming back and trying, you know, we always think I did the right thing. So like, you know, I told you story, my father he was sick and I'm helping kids. You know, you owe me. Like you know, you didn't so 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 he came back and that's why it's very important at the beginning of this Pasha. It's a very big lesson, because sometimes many times, Amen. Pretty much what do you say to God when you make shahako You're the word. Shahakul ni ebidvoro, you're the word. In school the kids, my kids are like, you rabbi, you're the word. Or they just go. Like I'll say something, like you say it's about that's like really sharp, and I'll be like, wow, word man, word. So, everything goes according to your word. God's the word. So, this was his last chance. All he needed to Rome to say, oh my gosh, if I wouldn't have done the arcade, my son would still be alive. If he said that, the arcade goes out the window, the chauffeur doesn't blow on, on, on Rosh Hashanah, we're done. There's no offer. not. We're done. This was his last chance to get a Ramavino. Right? Meachre. If you regret it, you did on it, it disappears. So he had a problem Abraham, If I'm going to get up by the eh, and I'm going to start crying like crazy, so all the Goyim that are there are going to say he regrets that he did what he did because look how he's crying. He's broken. What happened to his wife? You so know, he made like it didn't bother him at all. No regret. I'll do it again. So Hashem asked me to do something. So the chaf is very teeny and very small. Now you're going to ask me, Rebbe, why isn't the base small? Why isn't the tough small? Right? Why did you pick the chaf? And I'm going to answer you, I don't know. So whoever's listening, if you could let Rebbe Walsey know, why the chaf? It happens to be the middle letter. Okay. No, it's not, actually. Why the chaf, everybody? Why not the Bays? Why not the stuff? Why the chaf? I don't know. You take out the chaf, it's the lipsa. Let's play the soda, the Lipsa. I don't know. Okay, everybody has homework. Why the chaffa is small? We understand why it's small? It's small, the Baal Turim says, to tell us, you know what, can you get any of my questions? Maybe Baal Turim says the answer. What question does with the Baal Turim? Kasha. Ladies and gentlemen who are listening to the Shir, never regret a good deed. Never regret a good deed. Because the Satan will take it away from you then. You really did the good deed. It's so hard to do a mitzvah. You did the mitzvah. You went to Mincha, so you got to take it. Don't regret it. Can we do chuva on regret it? Well, I think it's gone. I think the mitzvah is gone. I don't know, it's a good question. And then you can regret that you did tshuva. And when does it end? Right? President the Magga, President and then he regrets that he did tshuva. So then all the laveras all that became mitzvahs, they're out the door. You hear the kasha? Can you regret that you did tshuva? I don't have a text on that. Okay, so what we're learning over here tonight is very important to all the people that are listening. Never regret a mitzvah. Never regret a good deed. Never regret a good deed. I want to hear a story that happened to me last night? Wow, what a story. What a story. So I met a girl last night. Was very sick. She's a heroin addict. She's an older girl. She's a heroin addict. She's such a sweet kid. She's such a sweet kid. She went through through abuse when she was thirteen. She's doing heroin probably for about three years. This rehab, relapsed, that rehab, relapsed, California every relapse, 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 relapse. She's dying. She's dying. She's a heavy heroin addict. Sebastian, heroin, whatever. So, the person that's working with her got her to come to my house at, I don't know, 11. And we sat, and we sat, and we worked to get her to go to a rehab that I know will work. I know whoever I've ever sent there I came out just unbelievable. And... They also bring the family in, and they're not Mormons. It's in Arizona. Um, it's just, a, it's just an amazing place. It's very expensive, of course, but it's an amazing place. And if I don't get her into that place, she's not living much longer. I mean, one needle after another. But you can't talk a drug addict into going to rehab. She's like, "No, I got my act together. I got a job. I'll go to the doctor once a week. i have stopped many times. I can stop. It's all blah. It's all they all they all sound the same." And we're talking and we're talking and she's like, I'm not going to rehab. You want me to go to this therapist twice a week, psychiatrist? I'm not going to rehab. Wherever I went, it's just a lot of pain. And she really, and I really and she, it didn't get anywhere. I'm like, this is different. She goes, I don't believe you. I'm like, if you don't go to rehab, you're not gonna live much longer. I I want to tell you it just came to my hand it was at one o'clock already. No, I I made the last meeting at one o'clock meeting. It was like 12.30, and we're trying the whole time, we're not getting anywhere. I want to tell you a story. It's a true story. I don't know how many years ago. I think it's three, maybe four, maybe five. I'm not sure. But there was a girl that was jumping off a building on the corner of Avenue, of Coney Island Avenue, and I, I had gone by an Avenue J. And she's at the edge of the building, she's about to jump. And the police are there, rescue units, everybody. And they're trying to talk her down. Nobody's getting anywhere. There's a Jewish guy. Asked the police if he could try because she's Jewish. and eh, eh. So he, he doesn't go up to her because he wants not want to scare her. She scares her, she's gone. And he says to her, listen. I'm not telling you that you have a right or you don't have a right to jump. I'm not mixing it to your business. Your life, your business. But, we're, but, but I don't understand you. You look like a very sweet girl. Why would you push four kids off the roof i mean that's that's murder like if you want to jump jump but don't you dare push those kids off the roof she's like what are you you on drugs what's wrong with you there's no kids up here he goes you're talking about if you jump you're gonna die it's like five floors up if you die the kids that you're supposed to give birth to will never come into this world goolems, everything has to change, maybe you'll come in in 500 years, whatever it is. If you jump, you're pushing five kids, four kids off the building with you. And that, no one has a right to do. You want to jump, you jump, but you can't take the kids with you. And the girl heard what he said, and she stepped onto the roof. And they got her, and they were sent whatever, to the hospital, whatever it was. And like the cops were like, where'd that come from? So last night I said to her, "Hey, you, you want to shoot heroin? You, you want to die? That's your life. It's, I can't. I can't stop you. But well, we have a right to kill your four kids." She's like, "I don't got no kids." I'm like, "Yeah, just like that girl." You're going to die. You're not going to get married. You're not going to have children. And the kids that you're supposed to bring into the world, now Hashem has to flip them to someone else, but it's going to be 500 years from now. And a whole different thing. And another husband, your husband's going to be gone, because you're gone. If so he has to marry someone, else. I'm like, what? You know what you're doing in By jumping? Are you crazy? By shooting up? She looks at me. I'll go. I don't want to kill my kids. But she said, and she was lying. I don't want to kill my kids. No, I'm saying she was whatever, and I think she's gone away. Very, I mean, they got a bed, whatever. We're working on it, but person has to think. And this is what I was trying to talk about. And this is just—it's just getting worse and worse and worse. People think I'm talking against them. Their, their thoughts on how to deal with kids and everything else. I'm not talking against anyone, I'm talking to the people to help and save their children. Could you do me a favor? Could you bring me my briefcase from the back of my car? What you do affects your children, affects your grandchildren, and affects your great grandchildren forever. That person has to think that there's a consequence to behavior. You want to jump, you want to shoot a needle, you want to do all this stuff. There's a consequence to your husband, to your wife, to your children. I myself have to take that as an example because because there's a lot of things I'm not supposed to eat because I'm a diabetic, right? Every time you eat something and that's supposed to eat, it, and it affects your health. right? It's my health. It's not your health. It's your daughter, it's your kids, it's your grandchildren, it's everything. Yeah. If you think that way, you live a different life. Totally different life. I want to read you something. No. Oh. Hold on a segundo. I want to read you an email I got. Thursday, October 26th at 1142 p.m. From chen, Inspiration at gmail.com and some lady wrote this to me after my um, speech here about consequence and that there's a consequence to everybody's action and A person has the right to say no to their children in the right times, and there's a you know that's just part of life. There's consequences, discipline. So this is what I got because there's there's other videos coming out, all kinds of other stuff, and 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 people are all mixed up. They're very mixed up. They don't know they don't know if you if you know kid says to you if you don't give me my iPad an iPad you don't buy me an iPad I'm I'm going to go off the derech. They're saying all day long, oh my God, my kids will off to Derek, I have to buy him an iPad. If you don't put porn on the iPad, I'm going to go off to Derek. Oh, porn, you're not going to eat trash. Whatever they say, you're oh, 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 oh. off to the They don't know what to do because he's uh, got telling you. me my kid's going to die. He's going to die. He wants a football, nobody wants a football. He's eight years old, he's going to move to the Derek, then he's start in pot, then he's going to start doing heroin, and then he's going to die. So, if you say no to anyone about anything, it's because never. No. Because what's going to happen to that kid? Maybe if you say no, he'll grow up to be normal. Maybe. So anyway, so this lady's all mixed up. And I, I'm getting a lot of these, but I think this is the best written one. So I want to read it to you. Dear Rabbanim, and Machankim. So she must have sent this to other people also. My question to you is regarding the unconditional love without boundaries, parenting, that people are talking about now. I Hashem have never sat in any of the classes and I truly do not know the details. I pray to Hashem that all those who have not been in the most difficult test may never find out what it's like. We hear from the parents in the program that it is for those who have tried everything and have not been successful. I also understand that each parent needs to ask their rav all necessary showers before anything they do. Some parents with the of pikuach, nefesh, we are told, resort to going against every fiber of what they, ha- what they hold dear for tens of generations. Although the intentions have been for the stories to remain private, they have come out to the public. Stories about paying for and being with their child while the child is eating trash. Parents walking their child to the awaiting car after the Friday night Shabbat as they leave to party, going along with their children to get tattoos, buying drugs for them or hosting their boyfriend or girlfriend overnight. The stories are out there and people are hearing them without hearing the questions posed to the rub in the exact halachic answer they received. All they are hearing about is the unconditional love with no boundaries. I have read Rabbi Israel Tower's wonderful book, Chords of Love. I've also read it. It's amazing. Explaining why Ramataz Yehoh's Solomon's... It's pretty much Ramataz Yehoh's book, but anyway. But Ramataz Solomon says this is halachically wrong. He offers an alternative approach parents should take. Instead, that is halachically acceptable. I am not the one to question the Rabbanim, who I have the utmost respect for, who supposedly comma, give our scummer to this program. I don't know if in fact they gave it at all. My question is not addressing whether this program is right or wrong. My question is how are we allowing this program to continue in our midst without addressing how it is affecting all the pressures and of client at large? And not only the pressures and who are OTD, which stands for off the Directs, or loss to addictions and other issues that have brought on our, our devastation. Many parents raising a regular firm child today are suddenly finding themselves questioning where to draw the line more than ever before. When to say yes, when to say no on basic issues that have been preserved, that have preserved the kedusha of our homes for thousands of years. Parents have begun to question themselves as where to draw the line on issues that up until recently most had clarity on and did not feel the need to call them a mechanic or for guidance. This is a very serious problem. Parents are asking questions so as May I, sh- May I should be okay with my child listening to this or watching that or going to certain places, participating in certain activities or having just a few apps or games or certain devices that they know is damaging to Kedusha of the Kedusha of my child's Neshamah? They question themselves because they're beginning to feel that if they don't let him, he will feel deprived, unloved, unaccepted, and then the goodness, he will just get into himself and go off the derrach. They're asking themselves, perhaps I should give my child unconditional love And he will choose the right path on his own because he will see how much I love him. Well, perhaps my child will be angry at me. Angry will make him hate me. And angry will make him hate being from. Just this week, a family who was raising a wonderful from home had a teenage son that came home from school saying, Mommy, Tati, I want Instagram on my tagged phone. And I am not coming home if you don't give it to me. All my friends have it and I want it too. Baruch Hashem, they stood firm and said that out of love for him, they will not allow it. He gave them a little challenge... But he slept home and is back to his happy self. They said they are doubting themselves throughout the ordeal if they're doing what is right for, for, for fear of him going off the dara. Everyone's scared because he's going off the dara. They needed to call a mechanic to assure them that they were not pushing him away from Yiddishkeit, but in fact doing what the best is for him. While many Askunim are investing a tremendous amount of energy on saving the Shamas in crisis, can we forget about the rest of Klaus children? Parents are trying so hard in such a challenging world to raise our children, al Taras our and this movement of unconditional love without boundaries is making it so much more difficult for all of us. And to say this does not affect the other good children in our home that is taking place. We learned in Pashas Nalak that even the animals that don't have Bechira were affected by the environment that they lived in. The advertising industry is a multi-billion dollar economy because people are so affected by the fleeting things they hear, And see for a few seconds. Coke will pay millions just to get a can of Coke into a movie or show because simply by seeing the bottle, they will make millions more by by consumers who go to buy it afterwards. The Torah talks about the Nazir right after the Isha Sota. So you know that. There's Isha Sota, and she has to shave over here and drink the water, right? And the next passage after that talks about Nazir. So Rashi asks, what does they have to do with each other? The Gemara says that one who sees a sota in her state of de- degradation, right, automatically, if someone sees the sota with her head, the whole thing that's going on, should abstain from wine to stimulate the spiritual growth. Growing in kedusha will hopefully counteract the effects of seeing the woman that committed a terrible avera, and he didn't even see her commit the avera. He didn't see the avera. He just saw her. In, the, in the, by the by the by the by the when they shaved their head or whatever they had to do, so that's all he saw. But we're already worried. If you saw that, you're going to get crazy ideas. You, you, you have to you stay from wine. You can't cut your hair you become a Nazir. If you didn't even see them commit the absolute error how much more? So can we learn from this that seeing people that seeing people sitting affects us? Bilam knew that if he wanted to destroy the Jewish people, he would need to get to the streets to get the streets into the homes of the Jewish people. Haman knew this too. Are we supposed to be bringing the streets into our homes based on a theory of acceptance and love, even for a minute? Where do we draw the line? One cigarette didn 't kill the guy, but it started with one. Just in the past, when there were ideologies that were bringing down our nation, our holy leaders got up and fought for the Kedush of Abishra. So too today. Parents need one hundred percent clarity. Backed by the leaders of our generation, to stand up, to speak out, to educate us on the MS of this matter. Please, I'm begging you to tell us where to draw the line on issues that are coming up and challenging the kedusha of our homes. How firm, when to give it, how much, if any. May Hashem shower all you, all of you with tremendous schar that, that is promised to those who are oisik wutzach in the course of keeping such This was right before the Shabbos. It's such a Shabbos together and a tremendous amount of strength. Messias Nefesh that all the firm parents have, raising all our children to the best of their abilities. May we see Mashiach quickly in our times. Good Shabbos, a period that loves Hashem, his Torah, his mitzvahs, and his children. You hear? People are very mixed up. So they're, they're, they're asking for, you know. They're asking for. Leadership, what am I supposed to do? So tonight, we're going to learn something that's very fascinating. It's called the Igeres Hagra. Rul Lugayn wrote a letter when he went to Eretz Yisrael to his family. In this sefer, a very big tzaddik... Whose name? Who I actually saw his name was there, Mechel Yehuda Lefkowitz, who died a few years ago. So it's not like someone uh, who's writing here from generations five hundred years ago. He's very today. He just died. He just passed away. So he wrote a translation on it. We're gonna we're gonna start it tonight. There's a lot here, and he does write here on how to bring up children. Now you have to understand. After I read this, you could say. The Vilna he he lived so long ago, like, so whatever he says, bah, 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 bah. but he's a Vilna <laughs> And you think the Vilna knew all his Rucha Kodesh, but when it came to children, he became an idiot? People are saying, oh, that was then, and now it's now, and it's not the same. Oh, the Villa Goyen didn't know that. You know that. You're brilliant. You're a Villa Villa Gain and Rucha had everything? And Gamatri everything Villa Goyen? You talking about the Goyen? And you're gonna tell me gonna oh, camp with children at that party. He, he just he went brainless. Like, wow, he didn't know what he's talking about. We're gonna start it today and we're gonna we're gonna learn this in the next couple of weeks, we're gonna learn. What, what what did the, the the tzaddik right what what what, what he translated who the left how did he see what did he see in our generation and what we should do okay he says the following dig I never learned this this is new he says to his family. I'm coming to ask you, I don't want you to be in any pain uh, while I'm going to Eretz Yisrael. Don't be nervous. What are you nervous about? Many people go traveling for years to raise money. They leave their kids and their wives behind and they end up with nothing. I need to tell the illness that it's tradition coming time with rice. I'm coming to this world for the right reasons. So don't worry, everything's going to be good. I need to say inshallah, I'm going in peace. They got "Amna was bisi dushna after you la dai, He's talking to his wife that my heart will always be about my children. Because for how you call him and my sorrow that I wrote is called for as bisi. You see get razahera as right now they're calling when I'm away and I'm we feel like a we are a stranger, and I've left you everything. We do you should know. He's writing, this is a gerest to his family. This whole world is nothing. And all the fun things and the toys, are like they don't exist. And and to the people who run after all this. Stuff and it doesn't give them. It doesn't help them. kind of. should never be jealous of money of rich people. He says, "The way you came out of your mother's belly, womb, naked, without anything on, that's the way you're going to go back, right?" It sounds like uh, um, what's it called? Kahelas, right? He quotes, he quotes, he um, quotes, he quotes a lot of Qahilas. About the kind of a covet, never be jealous of Qahil. Okay. I don't want to be too depressing. Every person will give judgment in the, next word, in the next world on every word you say. And they will not lose. Not one word, even an easy word that you say. Therefore I'm warning you. Keep yourself to be always sitting alone. Because if you're sitting with people, you're going to talk Lashon He should make himself like a dumb person And he can't talk All the that Don't find a rest And they're floating around It all comes from Wasted words Yeah He says I'm talking about Extra words making jokes, <laughs> speaking For that, you're going to pay a very big price. He's talking this to his kids, and now he talks to his daughters. Don't go out, don't go, he's like pretty much saying, don't go out into the marketplace and be busy with people, have some, have, send, the, send the messenger to buy your stuff. Don't say, don't waste your do waste words. He says, wow, Says says well we're going. He says, the kiddush of Shabbos is so big, to Shalom from He says, I have a hard time even allowing someone to say shalom. Yeah? That's how careful it was about about Shabbos. I'm answering all the guys, because I go buy food and people are like, why do you go to such a fancy store for Shabbos? I'm like, Hashem pays for the date, why not? But he says, if the Khabitz of Shabbos he says, be, he's telling his family, keep, um, honor Shabbos like I used to, the of the cloud, don't be cheap for Shabbos. Kikar, m'zayinayisav shaladam, or the panasah of a person, kitzubim wa re'shanav ad yom kippur, is written how much money you're going to make that year. Right? Re'shanav yom kippur. Chutz, except for, what you spend on Shabbos and Yom Kippur, that you get back. Isn't that unbelievable? I'm begging my family. To be careful with your daughters that they shouldn't come out of their mouth curses and swearing. Everything should be peace. But with love. Yeah? And, I, and I wrote many, I have many Sifri Musa, Imlesh ashkenaz translated into the language that they spoke. You can always read it. Because it came Shabbos, you could And surely on Shabbos, they asked the Sifri Musa. I don't know how he were done with the magazines exactly. Don't be busy, except Sifri Musa. But he needs to read him Sifri Musa. Make sure they're always learning Musa. But if any of the children curse or swear, tako isam. Hit him. I don't mean if you beat him up, but I guess it meant give him a patch. And that's not a time for pity. When the kid's cursing you and the kid's swearing and the, is cursing mean saying someone cut you, didn't know, give someone curse or some cursing mean quarter words? Cursing, yeah. Yeah. Kihashalam says the ghulagang Listen carefully. Ingershagrab, by the Safer. on page Gimel. I did not write this. And if you want to say the Vilna Gaon all of a sudden had a stroke in the middle of his writing and he wrote something like silly, you could say that, but he didn't. And he says the following: Everyone, all my talmidim, I want you to hear this very carefully. Anyone who follows my Shiram, I want to read from inside what the Vilna Gaon says. The Af in Tadri Saint Tovid. And any Rav can read this. Anyone wants to read this, I didn't write it. If you continuously give them Musa, the lawyer you kablam, and they don't accept what you're saying, just keep giving it. Don't stop. All of never to that embarrassment and the pain and also in the in the degra- degradation. And here's what he says: He God forbid. When your children go off the derech, when they they get lost, the of the mother and father, if they did not. If they did not discipline their children... over and over... even if the kids did not listen... if they did not discipline them... and their children are doing a virus... the unshu of the aim of the father and mother... will be punished very much... you want to tell me he flipped out when he came to this? He did it... he says... as a parent, it's your job... to discipline your children... and if they don't listen to you... and they spit you in the face... You keep disciplining. You keep disciplining with love. With khiba But you keep disciplining. You don't back off. Because at the end of the day, Oy sa ba ba ay to the b'zayin that you're going to suffer in this world and in, in, in the next world. As it says in the Pasuk in Vayikra, Es aviha hi Her father, she Embarrassed she degraded come <laughs> <speaking> on, Russia, ben Russia. <speaking in Russian> with all your inner strength Tadrichim <speaking> in <Russian> Leave your children with discipline and he promises everyone out there that's listening to this year, the Vilnogaran promises that if you continue with love to discipline your children, and you don't stop, you don't help them do a very inshallah He promises every parent that's in this that sent this letter, that's worried, that I'm gonna say no to my child, who knows what's gonna happen? says the Vilnego. Masha Mayim Yesaucha Hashem from shamayim will make it happen Shikablu Musaka that in the end they will accept your discipline and your love but Altis Yoesh never give up. They say in if they're talking Lakshara. Urechilos, if they're talking rechilos, shloyeichlu that they they're not eat, they should not eat or drink ima habracha. We shayna, achreina, make sure they make a bracha. We shayna and bracha achreina. B'chas make sure they bench. Kriyashma, make sure they say kriyashma la kavana. Everything should be with kavana. The ikar kosh le yetsi chaptu shlam pasach beit z'm lachutz. the bracha, the chazal ask the the cholag d'leb rishonah mehem, and that they should give kavod. To, he's talking to his wife, to you, and to my mother. And anyone that's older than them, no chutzpahniks, they, they have to give respect. So he's talking to his wife, so they, my children should give you respect, and my mother, their grandmother, respect. And anyone that's older than them, in order for your children to live, bring them up in a way of straight, and pay money, for the rabeim, make sure a rebbe comes to your house. And don't be cheap when you pay him. He calls the of Shaladim to the Rosh Hashanah chutz Tishrei. It says all the all the mezaneh of a person is set up a Rosh Hashanah, except for Tishrei. What does that mean? The month of Tishrei? No. Rosh Chodesh Tishrei is Tamot Torah, Shabbos. Rosh Chodesh and Yantuf. okay so whatever he spent for Shabbos whatever he spent for Rosh whatever he spent for Yantuf whatever he spent for Rebbe doesn't count in the money that you get getting Rosh Hashanah you get that outside of that I got my lambs for him I left my children's for him he's talking to his wife Lead them in a good way, but Nachas, <laughs> but Gamkesh Kiyach make sure, see the little going says, and make sure they're healthy. Watch their health, and watch their food. So, Yachselam, they should never be missing any. Ushi'uli, we call them Chomish, they should learn Chomish. Should we give them Chomish? At least maybe by heart. But the one who's teaching them should not be too hard on them. So, understand, he's a little going, he has a full sight. It's not, but Nachas, the rabbi should learn him. Nenachas, nicely, softly. Kierlim would enter Nigvah. A person is not normal to be learning. Ki im bi Yishev Only when things are quiet and he's sitting quietly, then he could learn. Utefazal im puttois. Buy them presents. Give them money. The kids. Ukiyot say kidei l'samchem. In order to make them happy. The Biyaron l'nuza will help them learn. Positive reinforcement. The mother guy telling his wife, give the kids candy, give the kids money, so that they should learn. He tells his wife, that's what you should always be thinking about. The rest is not important. Okay. Then he says, my father used to say this. He used to tell me, I'm not leaving you any money. He him, I'm not leaving you any money. He says, because I can't leave you money, I'm not Hashem. If you're supposed to get money you'll make, If I made money you, You'll make money If Hashem wants you You won't make money So People who work their whole life To leave their children money Then their children will go to Atlantic City Or they make bad decisions Or they buy bad things Or they become Balgaivus She said mm-hmm. To the people who Who think they can leave their kids money And the custom properties or bought them houses it's wrong. You're not going to get anything out of your kids except for their Torah and the mitzvahs. But their money, their food, not from you. What should you do with your money? Should be and That's what you should do. Okay. And he ends. I'm writing you with the words of God. I'm sure you're going to do what I wrote. Even though I'm, I'm going to warn you again. Don't change anything from what I wrote. You're supposed to read this once a week. We're Be careful that our family does not the table, they shouldn't just talk stamp politics and, and waste of their time. Surely not to to talk lash and hala. Keep them Rugo busy, normal what what's the word ruggle mean? Regularly, regularly. learning Musra and good midos get deeper it's a lot of work. He says, it's a lot of work. A bad person knows he's doing the wrong thing, but he can't get out of it. He says, and that's every person. He says, what's the medicine against the Yitzhah? The medicine against the Yitzhah when it comes to men, also with Torah. you got to learn Torah. Hashem Epiv and watch what you say. Alright? it's just a little piece. A little piece. He says, anytime a person keeps his mouth closed, you don't answer someone back to the Aragones that no Malach or Brio creation could even be Mishai What, what that means not to, to be able to not to answer back. And he says after davening, don't hang around the Shul because you're going to end up talking about things you shouldn't. And then the Shul also you e absolutely not so much you see other people you see what they have. And he says surely on Shabbos you shouldn't hang around. And he, he said, for some reason, will be forest. Don't go a lot to a graveyard because there's a lot of klipos there. He says that all the tzaras come from there. Okay. It ends. <laughs> the, the iker the main thing to be to have the to be zeicher to go to other Havaz and Shmir Asapiv there's a yes we call Torah and he writes and you know the rule of the that is bigger than Torah and is to watch your mouth you hear? and for the guy to write that's bigger than Torah that's pretty uh that's pretty heavy I don't know if I should read this even He says that that, that 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 when you're dealing with a kid and he's not accepting, he's not accepting, you got to keep going and keep going and keep going. He says it's like it's like a rock that you have to keep hitting until it explodes. You have to keep talking to kids, talk to the kid, talk to the kid, keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> on, on his way. That's he says that's the god that every kid is different. Wow. Okay, that's what he says. They talk to his mother. It's interesting. Two more. in there. Deracharot kovel you You have to love all of Hashem's creation. Your friends, your family. All right. This is this. He says it says that they asked in the shama when Din, him lachtus Did you make your friend your king? Did you make him above you? That they asked you that in Bezne Shemayel after you die. You had friends. Did you did you give him royalty? You have to be very careful to give me of modesty. Be very careful from hating people. I don't want anyone to fight in my house. Um, I guess he had daughters that were married and his wife, whatever, and his mother was still alive. You should get covered to your mother-in-law. With the Khamosgaz Khana to your old mother in law to Khabib Ma'od even more. You call them with any human being. Tisnahim Baderech Eretz, treat them with Derech Eretz, Benachas or Bahaboid. And then he to ends up talking to his mother. Ahuvasi Vasi Imi, my okay, Vulagai. Can't you have to read this? Like you think of Vulagai? Talking to his mother. Look at the he calls her. Ahuvasi Vasi My beloved mother. You don't need my Moser. It could be he's talking about his wife, not his mother. Because you're a chnua. It's good for you to read this, this letter. Because this is the word of God. And I'm begging you. Shulei titzari b'shvili. Don't be in pain because of me. Kashev tachli. Trust Vimir ha'ashem, v'myitz ha'ashem. Yim eskoli yotu b'shalay meh ha'kodesh. I don't think he made it. Um, if I'll be, be, be granted to be b'shalay meh ha'kodesh, et titzari When I'm going to be in Israel, nir sh'mayim. Avakesh ba'adeh kashev tachli. I will dab in there for you, like I promised. Yeah, it's I Give a diamond! Give him camera for me. No. it must be his wife. He says, if I get there and I make it there, and I get to Shah my wife, the first thing Vul-Lugayim. Talk about the going here. First thing I want to do, I promised you, we're down for you. And if it's if we're Zaikha we'll all be together, you if that's what Hashem wants. And I'm asking you, my wife, she's to give respect to my mother. You hear this? He's telling his wife to respect his mother, her mother in law. Come she cuts the not like it's other la She's completely moil to a Now he's talking to his mother, and I'm asking you, Ma? She Shalom There must be something going on. There should be peace between the two you. Between my wife, between you, ma, and my, and my, and my wife. And one woman should, should make the other woman be happy with good things. Because that's a big mitzvah to every person. And they're going to ask you when you, when it comes to din in the next world, Did you, did you, Make your, your, your friend royal with, with Nachas Ruach. You have to give him Nachas. And that's what the terror is to make a person happy. And let's say, Ma, you and my wife, you don't treat each other, you don't treat each other the way you're supposed to. Forgive each other. something, what's been going on? The psyche when you live L'man Hashem B'sholim. The Chayin, the Imi, my mother, like a my request is: Shadat Shatadrich as b'nei Ubnayisay b'Dvorim Rakim Shikavlim. Please talk to your grandchildren softly, so they'll be makavlim. B'Tashkiyach Aleim, and keep your eye on them. Ulavana into my sons, Ulevnayisay into my daughters, and Yitzaveh, I'm commanding you, Shichavdu Oisah. That you should give cover to your mother. Began by Nayam La Yishma Riv and my children, I don't want to hear that there was any fights, the cast or anger, clout, alaqhobashalam. Everything should be in peace. Uh alak shalom meeting the khem and the master of peace will give you Uvana, my children, when I say my daughters, Khassanai, my my son in laws, Bachai, my brothers, the Chisrael, Chaim Bashalom. You hear? You hear how the is writing? You hear what he calls his mother? Okay, so I think it's late. It's twelve o'clock. Mitzvah Hashem next week. We're going to um, we're going to learn the translation that Rosh Hashiva did on the Sefer I just want to tell you one story um, about Rosh Hashiva it's a story they write it's very interesting so um, no, it's a story about the Feshik Shlomo uh, that he wrote the Sefer Feshik Shlomo that his, his house was broken in they broke into his house and they robbed it when they told him that the house was robbed he asked right away did, he, did, he, did they steal my oh this has to be on him did, he, did they steal my uh, my rabbin, my Safer no they didn't take his farm he said okay I'm not missing anything <laughs> <laughs> My shrimp, my shrimp, my shrimp is still here? Oh, you have a right Oh, everything's good then. Everything's good. No problem. Ooh, wow. Ah. I think I better save this for next week. This is very heavy. Okay. It talks about, it talks about she was talking to some boys that were, that were, were in the street off the Dara, whatever. Anyway, so, so the Vilna is saying, like, right. the, the thing that we have to be focused on is, how do I bring my child into Ghanai How do I, my child into the right places and, and that, that, What Rabbi Wallstein, I keep talking to them, they're not listening. Rabbi Wallstein, I keep talking to my kids, they're not listening. They're just not listening. Maybe there's a different derech, because they're not listening to me. Right? So he says, he says, he says, he says. how did you say it? He says yes that there are times that you really are miyayish. I remember as a rebbe, I I kept trying, I kept trying, I, I kept disciplining him. I loved him. I bought him candy. I kept trying, I kept trying, I kept trying. trying. It didn't work. He says with all your last strength, continue disciplining your children. And the Lord promises you what's going to happen. In the end, they know that you love them. And they will be macabre. They will accept what you're telling them. Don't give up. Don't give up. If you're a Rebbe, don't give up. But I told them a hundred times. I get more. But I told them a hundred times. Come told a hundred and one times. Don't give up. If you really don't give up, you have a guarantee that Hashem will help you. May Hashem help us all. And may we all have the kayach never to give up. See you. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnyTime.com